everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ventime with Connie. Ventime with Connie is a podcast that talks about different topics such as love, God, self-worth, career, relationship, and so on. This podcast allows me to share my thoughts and opinion about everyday life events, and I hope my listeners are inspired and can relate with these topics that I talk about. Alright, please don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Ventime with Connie, and you can also like and follow on Spotify, subscribe and rate me on Apple Podcasts, and you can send me your feedback to VentimeWithConnie at Yahoo.com. Thank you for tuning in. All right, let's get to the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ventime with Connie podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to another episode of Think Like a Man series. In this series, I'll be bringing in male guests discussing trending topics or topics in general that has to do with what men think in hope to truly understand why and how men think. Sometimes in this series, we might agree or agree to disagree. Before we head over to the episode, I would I would love to give a shout out to two strong women or group of women. This is something that I'll be doing throughout the month of March because the month of March is Women's Month. Okay, my first shout out goes to all the single ladies, all the single ladies. My shout out goes to single ladies, all the single ladies out there. Being single in this society is very hard, especially if you are African and you are the age of you are over the age of twenty five years old, and your friends are getting married like every year, like literally, and you are sitting there wondering when will my time come. Don't worry, sis. You are young and ambitious. Try to focus on the positive things in your life. The right man will come at the right time. Ignore the noise, okay? My second shout out goes to my auntie Chioma Iwoha. She's like a family friend. I just call her auntie. Thank you for being my biggest cheerleader and supporter since I started this podcast. You are a rock star, okay? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's continue the interview that I have with the most talented and brilliant Ochatike. If you are listening to this um part of if the, if you are listening to this to this episode and you haven't actually checked out the first part of the interview stop now listen to the previous episode then you come back to this well for a refresher in this interview i and ocha discuss our view on the viral video the nollywood legendary pet edoche made about basically saying that men kneeling down on one going down on one knee proposing to a woman is not an evil culture Alright guys, let's head over to the episode now. There you go, the continuation of the interview that I had with Ocha TK. Enjoy! Did you say something about kneeling down to propose? That's not how we do it in our culture and about how we get uh-huh. married. So sometimes, back in the days, the uh-huh. way we get married, guys don't really date the guy, the girl. He just, um, so maybe sometimes their mother recommends, they just go, okay, that's the person I want to marry. Tell the father, they get married, uh-huh. that's it. So that means you also, uh-huh. you you like the idea when you are trying to get married, you just rather just, uh-huh. if you find a girl, you just go straight to the father. You don't even talk to the girl. And then uh-huh. tell the father your intention. Then you get started the married, marital rights. You know, so, so uh-huh. that means you do believe that too. You Because uh, that's all about preserving our culture. So that's the way you're going to go about getting married uh-huh. as well too, right? Okay. Now let me answer your question. First... Our people say that passing sees is not passing sense. Okay. A young person can have knowledge, but an elder has wisdom. Wisdom is for elders. No young person is wise. Mm-hmm. No young person can be wiser than an elder. 
because wisdom comes with time and experience and we lack both. Now, for my mother to tell me, Otter, this girl, this Nketi, is a very good girl. <laughs> I think if you marry her, it will be very good for you. For my mother to say it, she has observed Nketi for more than eight, ten years. And there is no way I can date a girl for ten years before I marry her. Nigerian girls. Yes, yeah, so that possible. one is not possible. But yeah, go ahead. Thank you. So if my mom have observed a single lady, in fact, not just she have observed many ladies for mm. years that I cannot afford to date them to know them. She has tested them, maybe set small small traps for them, you know, sent them on errands, you know, asked about them because there's a very important concept of getting married in Igbo land, which we call Ijoese. Ijoese is where you find out the background and the history of a person's yes. family. She must have done that, which you cannot do when you are dating. Period. So what if you are dating someone that their family background, they, they have epilepsy mm-hmm. and you did not know. Or their family background, they, they are diabetic and you did not know. Yeah. Do you understand? But this woman must have done all those things, done her fact-finding properly. And she's a, she's a mother. She's wise. She's older than me. She has seen things I've not. And as she tells me, this in case will be yes. good for you. I think you should marry this girl. My sister, if she tells me this in case, I'll say, okay, mommy, I've heard you. Then I'll go and check out in Kichi. Maybe, hey, Nki, what's up? How are you doing? Now you look beautiful today. And then I'll, I'll look at her body language, the manner. Then we talk a few times. You, I'll just find out that everything my mom said about this person is true. You know? And then for my mom to recommend her means that this person she likes, if you are bringing this person into this house, there'll be, there'll okay. be peace. You know? And, uh, hold on, I'm coming. And then, if I want to marry this person, the Igbo way, don't forget, after Ijoes and fact finding and all that stuff. In fact, dating in Igbo land, the way we date, in fact, nobody can nobody can equal it. Remember, you send this person to the fattening room. We no more send women to fattening room. Nah, nah. Take care of them for one like seven weeks, maybe seven market weeks or days or whatever. Like where they chill, enjoy, like they don't stress, they don't do anything. You make sure that these people are okay, they are healthy. Like we no more do all those things now. And this is something me also we like to do for whoever. You know what I mean? So if you look at it, you see that our own system is still mm-hmm. better no matter how you want to look at you know what i mean but these days you just come you date a girl for two three years she hides everything about her you don't even know enough about her family then you go and marry her and come she will now put cinema this is nigerian slang for dealing with you she will now put cinema a 4k cinematic movie for you to watch at home well also you know i know how you describe this our culture how they, and your wife, your mom picked up this woman. She have observed the family, observed the woman, and then for her to recommend that she must be a good woman. You know, I get that part, but I also would disagree that mm-hmm. our mom, our parents, our elders, they are not always mm-hmm. right. Even though we associate mm-hmm. wisdom with them, they are not always right. Mm-hmm. And a young person mm-hmm. can also have wisdom because I, there has been a cases where mm-hmm. people. They're living abroad. Mm-hmm. Their mom or their parents will do the research, you know, you do the background check, the family says so this woman is it. And mm-hmm. then you marry this woman. You after talking to mm-hmm. her, of course, they will pretend. You know, we women, we are good at that. We are we we mm-hmm. won a word and pretended. Especially when you know the guy is trying to get married to you. Mm-hmm. Then they will pretend the man will marry her mm-hmm. because of they have div- do all the cultural stuff, the background things. And then you marry her after some time, you you mm-hmm. you know, you start seeing different things. Or when you even bring her to America, this girl that's very loyal and everything, then she's 
she already had plans of taking over you and you I, and mind you you didn't go down on one knee to propose to her definitely because you do it the cultural way you brought mm-hmm. her to america she come over mm-hmm. and take over you and then she, mm-hmm. she starts showing a different um character and then you're calling your mom like no it's like but the family is not like that the family yes we do all these background things but that that is not guaranteed mm-hmm. because people sometimes you can ask around people can say nice things about them doesn't mean and all these sickness that you're talking about diabetics epilepsy not everybody will know that people do hide these things especially diabetics you get what i mean epilepsy then maybe sometimes it will happen everybody will see it but diabetics you will not know except you are in that family and mostly they will cover that sickness until you get married to the person you started seeing that so i don't think our culture practicing our culture do, do really guarantee and eliminate all these issues that you might find when you get married okay let me tell you something that is 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 funny but also true every family has a background yes and a history and when when we do the fact finding we don't no. go to the family to ask. ask other people now that family that you want to marry into has yes. relatives that are married yes. to other families fact finding is scientific when ijo is the scientific is not is not a joke it's mm-hmm. not for babies so whatever fact finding can find out every every single thing about <laughs> there's nothing you can hide oh lord you must you must you not can't. know us if you are diabetic some sicknesses you might be the only person them. in the family that have it what i'm saying anything that happens in any family that family alone does not have the information because the way the Igbo family system works extended family is important and extended family must know okay because we say something that on rubeman now but also that's why we say and then talking about marrying someone that is good and the person comes to america to do Yes, of course, I did a little bit of psychology. There is something we call environmental psychology. The person comes, the person remains loyal. The person starts to go out, hear stories, interact with people, see what is happening. And okay. the person adapts. That is the environment, not the person. Environment is played its role on that person. So environmental psychology okay. comes in. Good. So you will, now, you will not blame the culture where the person is coming from. When they blame the environment because if the person were to marry an Igbo man in Igbo land, for example, there are certain things that, that is like a taboo in Igbo land. Yeah. Do you understand? So, like I said, fact-finding is scientific. And if you know one thing about science, science is science is always can always replicate results using the same instruments. And science that is, is why it is, is science. Culture, Anybody can do it. Igbo culture is science, and science is Igbo culture. Everything about the Igbo okay. culture is scientific. But that would be maybe yes. that would be another <laughs> podcast. And I'm looking forward to that, you know. So Igbo culture is scientific. For example, it is only in Igbo language that God means the intelligence of the whole universe. Not a being, not a person, but an intelligence that holds and controls every other intelligence. Only in Igbo language. You know? So that is, I don't know, I don't know what other science you want because God, as can be proven, is a super intelligence that controls every other thing. You know? Not really a man somewhere in the sky. So, so the thing is that if we did things properly, like as Igbo people, okay, look at the Indians. Do the Indians kneel down to propose? Look at the Chinese. Do they kneel down to propose? Are you better than the Chinese? Are you better than the Indians? Look at those people. They've preserved their culture and taken it to a national level. 
we can you see how that. well they are doing look at every african look at every african country that has abandoned who they are to to follow the ways of the europeans the europeans are doing well it's their ways how about us africans are we doing well no so and another thing when you want to judge something right you judge the results look at our parents that their own parents recommended them to their husbands and wives they are living together 100 years later we that are allowed to date and follow the way of the european we are divorced that's not always true because there's some people that their parents yeah. don't recommend them they are miserable in their marriage and sometimes living being married for 100 years 50 years does not mean you guys are happy in that marriage so it's like quality, quantity over quality you know so that does not always determine oh people will say oh Mixed. they're married for 30 years but in that marriage they're living like a roommate so we cannot always quantify that uh, living happily ever as, as in many years this is why I tell you that Igbo, language, Igbo culture is science and science is Igbo culture. Igbo culture made it possible that if you marry a man or a woman and the person is misbehaving, you can go back home. Igbo culture did not say you must remain in your... Do you understand? In fact, you don't even need your husband's permission to go. If the marriage tires you, you just wait. He goes out to pack your bag and go home. He comes to the house. Your father returns the bride price over no too much discussion. If you are so important, you go and call his own now and bring them to your own father's house. Then his own owner and your own owner will talk. And we will have a renewal of the contract if you are still going to go back there. With all the guarantees in the world, even the courts of today cannot be that good. Okay, so... Okay, okay. so you do admit that there's some marriages that when you practice in Igbo culture, that you guys will live together. And even with that, with all the whole background check, the Igbo scientific thing, you still ended up sometimes you guys now working out and then you have to go the woman will go back to his husband's wife house if they sure, have sure, sure, sure. yeah nothing is look let me tell you something now what i'm trying to let you understand is this like the system where we do our things our way is more successful than when we do it other people's way do you understand me it doesn't mean that there are no marriages where after all the Oibo marriage fails like every day yeah. Someone marries two weeks, mm -hmm. divorce. So, like, if it is failing, why why do they continue doing it? Do you understand? So, what I'm saying is that the Igbo marriage makes provision for all eventualities that may come out. Mm -hmm. Even all this child support and all that stuff, the Igbo culture makes provisions for it way better than Oyibo people. You understand? In Igbo culture, okay, let's say I'm married, right? And I mistreat my wife, and my wife goes and complains. In fact, when I marry, my wife will join what we call Alotaradi in, in, in my own community. She will join the Married Women Union. If she goes to them and tells them, look, oh, my husband is beating me. All the married women in that community will come to war in your house. If they catch that man, uh, he will pay a heavy price. <laughs> You're then describing the, the this old... in a perfect way because that's not always what happens. I'm not describing it in a perfect I'm telling you what happens in Igbo culture. The Omoada, that is the women of the husband's community. If they find out that the man is mistreating his wife, they will come and occupy his house. I've seen it happen in my own village. They will come and occupy his house until he tells them why, especially if that woman is good. If she's not the type that will, you know, go to foment trouble and do us, because there are women that are very troublesome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so even the, the people of the man will fight for the wife, like the woman Mm -hmm. Then the the will fight for her because Igbo, Igbo culture protects women too much. Then the women, the women's people, they also fight for her. 
So if she dare packs her bag and go, eh, my dear, you cannot marry. You cannot just go marry another wife. Because the community must know what happens to the other one. But because we have abandoned how we do things today, a man can marry today, chase her away, go and marry tomorrow, put wedding, people will come. But if it was when we did it the correct way, come and marry now, make PC. What happened to the other wife that we know? People will tell you, we don't recognize this one. No. We don't recognize this your new wife. In fact, when this person is not even our wife, you know? So, yeah. I'm telling you from what I've seen, like, I've seen it happen. Yeah. So, you see that Igbo culture, the provisions that Igbo culture makes for marriage and child training and all that is way better, you know? And if, if you do anything and your wife goes home and the fault is from you, you will renegotiate that marriage. You don't need to pay another bride price, but the undertaking will be so, so heavy for you that you prefer starting the trouble in the first place. What, what happens yes. when the guy actually bribe or domona will agree on the guy's side, even though the guy did wrong, and then they will yeah. keep the woman out? You think that that doesn't happen too? The woman now will kick the woman out when the guy is wrong. Yes, the guy have already kicked the woman out. And then, of course, they have to come tell why he's kicking his wife out. Well, he, practically, he did something wrong. But sometimes the woman now will side with the guy. Maybe because of this, the guy might be rich or they're benefiting from the guy. Don't you think that also happened? That corruption do happen? It's, it might happen now because we've abandoned our ways. When we took our culture seriously, Ibana Amezioku, Okay, my truth. Truth can never be wrong. Because I can but they will have what is called ndakebe, like witnesses. You know, it's just like going to court now. You you provide witnesses, Abby. Then the woman herself, there are people that will still witness for her in that your community. Not even the her own community. Like from the husband, there are people seeing what is happening. Is it's why I told you that fact finding is scientific, because there are people observing you without you even knowing. <laughs> they know your history, they, they know what you're doing, they know your great great grandfather. And they know what he did. So there are certain things we do that, ah, his great-grandfather used to do it. This boy is just like, you know. So there, are, there will be people that will still say something. There will be witnesses. So if, even if you bribe them one now, will you bribe the whole village? Will you bribe neighbors? Will you now? Wow. So that is how it is. But because we've abandoned everything and we now place importance on money and affluence now, you know, just like we both people, we want to be part of world richest men and all that stuff. You know what I mean? then it's possible to happen now. Okay. You know? Yeah, but then, if you if you lie and you do such things, there's something we say, Alanakubu mm-hmm. The earth you walk on, that's, that's how it is in Igbo land because Igbo people believe so much in Allah. You oh. know? Okay, so, so, yeah. I'm sorry. So, um, I just don't want this video. It's already, already long enough. But, um, basically, you always, you blaming, you putting the whole blame on because of we adopt white people's culture. That's why things have changed. That's why corruption is there. That's why people are not practicing the culture, the cultural rights now. But don't you think we are also human beings? And human beings, like they say in Igbo, obi, obi, you get what I'm saying? We human mm. beings, you're not a Christian, so you probably won't understand where I'm coming from with this. We human beings, we're full of sins, you know? We have all these evil thoughts in our mind. Or you people didn't put that evil thought in our us. Like Igbo people killing each other. Or you people didn't put that in our mind. When people, Actually, when you see your brother, hold on, when you see your brother doing well and your brother sends you money to build a house for him, you ended up saying, like, you know what, I can use this money for this. You, you, you eat your brother's money and tell him something happened. So those evil thoughts that you do to each other 
people, not not Yubo people that put that to you. You get what I'm saying? It's it's all about greediness and our own sinful nature. So that's why we are doing what we are doing. Not everything that we're going to put the blame on white people's culture. There's some parts of our culture that I do love and I preserve. There's some part of it that I feel like is not right. Not everything in our culture is right and 100% right. You might, mm -hmm. we can agree to disagree on that point, but I don't necessarily agree with calling the men that decided to go down on one knee as a compound buffoon or a fool. No, that's an insult. You can have your opinion. You cannot insult them. It's all about generation differences, you know? If the man decided to go down on one knee to be romantic with his wife, that's what he, that's his prerogative. He shouldn't be insulted for that. And that does not mean the wife should take over. Because my husband had proposed to me, when we go down on one knee and proposed to me, that's one thing he know that I appreciate. And he did that for me. That does not mean that when they decided I would just kick him out of the house, no, we don't do that. Not everybody you go down on one knee. There's some people you didn't go down on one knee. They still ended up doing you bad, you know? That's not really guarantee. For me, what actually guarantees a successful marriage is nothing but if God is present in your marriage. But uh, of course, mm -hmm. you're not a Christian, so you probably won't agree with me on that. Okay. Um, I heard what you said, right? The thing is that the Igbo say, what it means is that the firewood in a community is always enough to cook all the food in that community. You don't need to go to the next community to collect firewood when you have in your own community because the one there, you never finish them and you cannot finish it. It will always be enough to cook all the food in that community. Now, you probably don't understand Igbo culture deeply. You just know the surface level of Igbo culture, you know, and what you know is what has been, what you've been told by Mwabeke. So if Mwabeke is telling you your culture, they will be lying. Because Mwabeke. No, I'm talking uh, about culture that my dad have taught me because I did go... Your, dad, to... your dad went to school, okay? What got to school, Mwabeke? No, my dad didn't go to school. He 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 was self-taught because they couldn't afford to go to school. Okay, he was self-taught. He was self-taught, Abi? Yes. On which educational system? Okay, what was your, what's your point again? Okay, so now my point is this. When Ndibo were Ndibo, when Mbenu Banosa, Mbesi Dinu Kuwa, you see greed, you see that thing you call evil thoughts. If you understand that the Igbo culture was based on what is called a priest system, that is why we have the names we call certain things. You will know that there were there were certain things that were non-existent in our land until contact with the outside world. Okay. Yeah. Then, kneeling down to propose to your wife or your husband or whatever, I said I will personally not do it. Yes. I don't care if another person yes. does it. Yes. But I will not do it, like Peter just said, because it is not Ibotic. Ocha is an, is an Igbo champion. I promote and <laughs> champion Igbo -ness. Period. So, kneeling down to propose to my wife, is not, it is romantic and I'm not from Rome. I'm an Igbo man. So I do the ebotic stuff because the ebotic stuff is good enough for me. You know, like it has been proven to be more successful than the romantic stuff. So why should I go for the less successful? You know, like if we check the ratio of marriages strictly done with Igbo ideologies and philosophy and the ones we do with other people's ideology and philosophy, you will see that the Igbo people's marriage done with the Igbo ideology and philosophy lasts longer and is better. So that is, I want to join the winning team. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is the reason why I said I support what our daddy, Pet Edoche, said. Living with your wife for 51 years, being a legend, like she watched you grow. She definitely fought with you. You get like she built with you. Like these are things that we don't see happening these days, man. In fact, I don't know how many women you might be building with your husband, though, you know. But my dear, the ratio of people doing it now is very few mm-hmm. compared to you know what I mean. So you must blame it on something, you know. Like when I abandon the ideologies and the philosophies I grew up with, I okay, just like the Akufo that you listen to, Mbe told his children, "Thou shalt not steal." He went and stole, and he received the same treatment his children received. He even received wars. That shows something. He cannot tell his children what not to do anymore. You lose that respect. So, like facts only. If the Igbo system of doing it is more successful than the romantic system, why do the romantic stop? So, but it doesn't mean that people that do it should not. Of course, we are unique. We are we can do what we want. But if we want to preserve our philosophy and ideologies, then we should, you know, promote more. Like we should encourage more people to do it the Igbo way. Yes, that's the essence. I just I just think that our daddy was too harsh. He's a man, you know, man, and the way they talk. So, um, I think he was too harsh in driving home the point. But what he said is the truth. If I to you now, your heart is still in Igbo land. Igbo is your home. How will you feel coming back home to, you know, see that nothing is really, you know what I mean? Like coming back home to feel like you are still in America. Yeah. You know, instead of eating achacha, you are still eating pizza. Yeah. And all the is gone. Will you be happy? No, that's why I say that there's some cultures that I do want to preserve. Change, they say, is constant, you know. There's some culture, the good ones, I, le- I would like to preserve that. The ones that I think is not good, I would not like to preserve that. And that's um, based on uh, our own, um, that's subjective to us, you know. So you, you might think all of them is good, and I might think not all of them is good. Like if I come back home, I want to eat, I want to eat otara, with ofede, like ofolubo. I want to eat abacha, owa, you know, okwa, all those things, like ngongo, uh, you know, all those things. I want to eat those food, you know. I don't want to go back and be eating pizza or fried chicken. That's not why I go back from home. From. I want those natural homemade food, you know. So that's what I want to eat. Those food are not that I love that. Even back, even here in America, I still cook my husband those food. If I'm able to access um, those ingredients that I can use to cook those food, I will definitely learn how to make it and make it for my husband. Teach your children people too. Very important. Yeah, and definitely. Our, I listen to your podcast and I'll be teaching them the ones that my father have taught me and my mom have taught me. I will pass it down to them too as well. Very important. Yes. But anyway, thank you so much for coming. You know, we already said we already said a lot, and uh, like I say in this uh, series that I'm doing, you know, you're a man, I'm a woman, so we have our own differences. We might agree, we might agree, or sometimes we might agree to disagree. But to end this, so let's just go ahead and play a game. I know we're supposed to play song association, but that might be too long, so we're gonna keep it short and simple. Let's play two truths and a lie. So tell me three things about yourself. And then in those three things, one of them will be a lie. But let me guess which one is the truth and which one is a lie. You get it? Okay. All right. Go ahead. Give me the three things about you. Okay. My favorite food is roasted yam. Okay. My birthday is 25th December. Okay. Okay. I don't know how to ride a bicycle. Hmm. I would say that your favorite food is um, roasted yam. You like, Definitely that one is true. Your birthday is 25th of December. Uh-huh. I don't think so. You do, no, 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 no. It might be. I think you do know how to ride a bicycle. So that could be a lie too. So your birthday is 25th of December and your favorite food is roasted yam. 
And not knowing how to ride a bicycle is a lie. Okay, actually, not knowing how to ride a bicycle is true. Wow, okay, so you're, I'm not alone. I don't know how to ride a bicycle too. Then my favorite food is really roasted yam, but my birthday is 23rd December. Oh, that actually. was close. Okay, okay, that's good to know. Well, you're a December baby, you're close to Christmas, so that's good. Well, uh, that was awesome. Well, do you have anything that you want to promote before I let you go? Well, yes, 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 yes. I want to encourage everybody listening to us those that want to learn Igbo language, Igbo people that want to keep in touch with what is happening back home, to check out Ikenga Nation on Anchor, check out Ikenga Nation on Spotify and everywhere. Um, I also want you to check Ikenga Nation out on Facebook. Like I said, we promote Igbo culture, Igbo language, Igbo music, Igbo content. Then you can follow Ocha on Instagram at Ocha underscore TK. You can follow me on Facebook at Ocha. C-K, O-C-H-A, then C-K. My Facebook page, Ocha, O-C-H-A-T-I-I-K-A-Y. And then on Twitter, at Ocha underscore C-K. Same thing as Ikenga Nation. Ikenga Nation on Instagram, the Ikenga Nation. You can follow us on Facebook, at Ikenga Nation. You can follow us on Twitter, at Ikenga Nation. That's what I... Okay, that's awesome. Listeners, you hear you here first. Make sure you check out his, the podcast, Ikenga Nation. And also his music too. You released two singles, right? I've released a lot of. I've released lot. Okay, a lot of songs. Okay, well, you guys can check him out on YouTube or Chat TK um his music so you can hear all his songs. But we have come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I totally okay. do appreciate this conversation. You know, we le- I get to learn a lot about Igbo culture from you and also from listening to your podcast. Thank you so much for keep on promoting that Igbo culture and preserving our culture. Because I do also love our culture. I don't want us to, I don't want my listeners to misunderstood our conversation that I don't love my culture. I do love my culture. I just have my opinions about it too, the same way you do. But um, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed this um episode too. Sure, sure, sure. I'm looking forward to the next one. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. We're going to say goodbye. Well, thank you guys for listening. We have come to the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please don't forget to subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you like to go to to listen to your podcast. And also come back every Tuesdays and Fridays. New episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So thank you so much and I will see you in next episode.